You're still listening to CITR Radio, FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. And who do we have on the line right now? Hello, are you there, caller? Yeah, I'm right here, man. Who are you? I am Tura. Tura, what did we just hear? Who are you? What are you? I'm a rapper from Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, and that's a lead-off song for my new album, Sacred Dreams. It's called Platinum. And I met you, the exact opposite of Platinum, at Vera's Burger Shack. I met you at a Vera's Burger Shack. Could you please explain to Ra? What can I say, man? A lot of starving artists got to start somewhere, and they get free food there when you work in a shift, you know? Well, I walked into Vera's Burger Shop, and next thing you know, I'm walking away with a CD. Thank you. How, how long have you been at Vera's Burger Shack? Could you give me the background on Tura, please, and the background on that track that we just heard? Okay, well, Vera's Burger Shack, I'll explain that first. Uh, I was washing dishes at the fish house. I met a woman there. Uh, me and her started dating a little bit, and uh, she was like, hey, you know, we got a better job at Vera's. I'm like, okay. And then I ended up having sex with her friend in the kitchen. You know, it's very sordid tale. Uh, the background behind Platinum was basically, you know, it's just a affirmation of where I'm going, you know. A lot of people will be broke one minute, next thing you know, they're selling multi-platinum albums on worldwide tours, and that's where I'm going to step away from being right now. You are Tura, live on CITR, FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, the Nardwarta Human Serviette Radio Show, and I love the note that you included with the CD that you sent to me, and thank you for the CD, Tura. I really appreciate that. Thank you. Oh, my pleasure, man. You are from Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, and you're not afraid to show it. For instance, the note that you sent to me said, this is the greatest rap album to ever come out of Vancouver. Put me on your show. It will be legendary. Yeah, let's make some legends happen then, man. And yes, it is absolutely the best album. Well, okay, maybe it's neck and neck with Really Living by the Rascals. But yeah, it's the best rap album to ever come out of Vancouver. Bar none. This is the greatest rap album to ever come out of Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Tura, Sacred Dreams. What other rap albums have come out of Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada that you enjoy, Tura? You mentioned the Rascals. Really living. Yeah, that was a great one right there. Well, let's see. We got a lot of other ones. Global Warming was also another good one. Uh, I think that's what it's called. I can't remember. Um, you know, my memory isn't so good, all that weed and everything. Uh, let's see. Who else was really good that came out of there? Indeedy Cascade put out an excellent album that came out. I can't remember the name of that one, either though... Uh, a lot of people just are doing shows nowadays because the public just isn't buying our music. You would know all the Vancouver rap because you began way back helping out Maximus Clean, didn't you? Who is Maximus Clean? He's the first person that you thank on your CD tour. Oh, Maximus has been huge for me. Um, he was the first uh, DJ in Vancouver to have a hip-hop radio show back in 1987. Um He's been around for quite a while. He gave me most of my airplay back in the days when he had the morning drive-by. And uh, Were you on the morning drive-by? Oh, yeah. I used to battle on that show all the time. What year were you on the morning drive-by? How long have you been in the Vancouver scene there, too, Ra? How long have you been in the game? Oh, I've been rapping since about 1990. Maximus Clean began in 87. Is he still doing shows in Vancouver? Could you recount the story of Maximus Clean and the Beat radio station in Vancouver? Oh, absolutely. Uh, basically what happened, um, now keep in mind this is my understanding. I'm not 100% sure on the details, 99 to be more exact. 
basically what happened was is that they wanted Maximus Clean to be the programming director because they were going to be the first commercial hip-hop station in Vancouver. And basically what happened was is that they used Maximus Clean so they could get the uh, CRTC license, and as soon as they got that license, they kicked him off the station and basically went top 42 years later. It was just an excuse to do it. He basically lost everything on that one. He was completely worked over, but he's doing a lot better right now up in Oakland, California, making a lot of money, and um, you'll be hearing from him shortly. And again, these are only the opinions of Tura, which may be a bit cloudy. Actually, judging by the cover of your CD, Sacred Dreams, they could be really cloudy. Could you describe the cover of your CD, Tura? Sacred Dreams. That's pretty trippy album art. Oh, yeah, it was done by Duke Ruckus. He did an excellent job on this. It's basically a still-life drawing of me sitting back uh, with a still-life drawing of my hookah pipe and a still-life drawing of the uh, weed clouds in the shape of a very voluptuous woman coming out the top there. And the back cover of the CD? What's going on on the back cover? Well, on the back cover there, it's a younger, smaller-breasted sister smoking a joint. And it's a weed cloud again. There's lots of weed clouds. Oh, absolutely. You know, I guess a weed cloud smoking weed, that's kind of like cannibalism, but, man, she's fine. Tura, you are from Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. You have a brand new CD out. This is the greatest app rap album to ever come out of Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. You say Maximus Clean also for a while was on KCMU out of Seattle, wasn't he? Remember he used to drive down to actually do a show? Yeah, he actually did have a show out there. He did a format very similar to the morning drive-by, so he had uh, freestylers calling in from all over the uh, Seattle, Washington area. Um, I got to hear a couple of those shows just on tape a little while later, but um, yeah, he was definitely doing his thing out there. He's been all over. He's even done a radio show up in Hong Kong. And remember also, I was talking to you about iced tea, and you were telling me that Maximus Clean's iced tea interview is everywhere, and it is everywhere, isn't it, too, Ra? I'll give you an example of how everywhere it is. Um, just recently, I signed out a biography of on Ice Cube that was written by some author in the U.K., and they actually made reference to that Props Magazine interview that he did all the way back in 1996. This was Props Magazine, which I think was a little sideline there for Maximus Clean, right? That's right, yeah. And we're speaking here to Turan. Turan, your CD is out right now in stores, isn't it? Yes, right now we just got it in Eastside Urban Wear. Yesterday they put a big vote of confidence in me, so I would like everybody to pull out your wallets, expand your music collection, just that one more disc, because it's well worth it. It's the greatest rap album in Vancouver history. And you're phoning me right now from where? I'm just outside of a shopping mall in Cloverdale at the moment. Working hard as Tura. Now, how long have you been working as Tura? Tura, you said you've been in the game since 1990, so it's taken 16 years for you to put out a CD? Oh, I had a couple other little projects that came out. Uh, they weren't very good. This one here, like I said, is the greatest album to ever come out of Vancouver, British Columbia. So, um, The greatest rap album. Yes, greatest rap album. i got to give Nickelback the edge for uh, greatest album. The other rap pioneers in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, I'd like to ask you about the CIA crew. Oh, CIA. Yeah, those guys were legendary back when uh, Vic Vodka is doing his thing still. Uh, you know, those guys, I actually got a chance to promote their music. I did A&R for a Sugar Shack a few years back. Chaz E.B. and Busy Jam. Do you remember those guys? <laughs> oh, man, do I ever remember Busy Jam. Yes, Busy Jam put me on a compilation back in 1999 called, uh, called Mad Love. I had a track on there. 
There was also EQ going way back. EQ, E's and Quays, one of the first rap groups. I think they're from Seattle, but released on a Vancouver label by Don Chow, a CITR 101.9 DJ. Do you remember EQ at all in any of the Battle of the Bands DJ Sound Wars? Did you participate in any of those too, Ra? No, no, that's a little before my time as far as getting that, that far. I did talk to Incredible Ease quite a bit. He had the uh, Chrissy Biscuit show on CFRO back in the days. Um, yeah, you know, he was actually a really cool cat. I got to talk to him quite a few times. He hosted the uh, 98 Sound Wars that I competed in, too. So, How did you do in the Sound Wars, the DJ Sound Wars rap battle of the bands? Not really so good. I got to the uh, I got to the qual- I got past the qualifying round and that's about where it ended. There also was Finesse and Showbiz, who I think were on Johnny Jet Records, the same record label as the Rascals really living. Uh, I'm not too sure about that. The Rascals, I believe, were on Calabash. I don't know about them. Finesse and Showbiz, I believe, were from the island. I never heard them, though. DJ Kilo C. DJ Kilo C is one of my boys. I DJed for a short time, and uh, he was the guy that kind of got me started, kind of got me working on it. Uh, no, grumpy as hell, but really knowledgeable guy. He definitely paid his dues. He's built the scene from the ground up, too, so I got a lot of respect for Kilo C. Now, on your CD, and again, we're speaking here to Tura, who has released the greatest rap album ever to come out of Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. In his words, you are not afraid to say that, are you? Absolutely not. You Like I said, you know, they can hate on that, but I can take it, you know. On Paragon Records, your own record label, right? Doing it yourself. It's Duke Ruckus's record label, actually. I'm the first artist signed on there. We're looking to get a lot more artists on that label and just build the biggest label that Vancouver has ever seen. Now, who is Duke Ruckus? Duke Ruckus was a punk rock performer and uh, producer back in the days, and he decided he wanted to change uh, to... Uh try his hand at hip-hop. And what can I say? Well, the results just speak for themselves. The guy is just an amazing musician. He's put together the greatest compilation of beats that I could possibly have ever had the pleasure of rapping over. And um, like I said, if you buy the CD, you will just see just how talented this guy is. And uh, the question you just asked, who is Duke Ruckus? That's a question on just about everybody's lips right now. Tura DJ Kimo. You give a little throw out to DJ Kimo, and then in brackets you say, let's clear this shit up. Was there beef between you and DJ Kimo of the Rascals? Not really beef. It was basically just a misunderstanding. Um, he thought that I was selling some of his beats, which was not the case, but uh, the whole thing just got blown way out of proportion. And uh, yeah, I would like to talk to Kimo one day and just kind of settle this once and for all. It was a huge misunderstanding. How did you get a hold of his beats? Well, back in the days, I was in a crew called the Foul Mouth Jerks, and one of the members of that crew, when we broke up, uh, they were trying to sign him to figure four, so Kimo sent him a bunch of beats to make a demo CD so that they could record later. And as time went on, this guy ended up, uh, Little Big Mouth, ended up going to jail, and so the demo never got, nothing ever happened with it, but I still had a copy of all the beats. Tura, going over some of the tracks on your brand new CD, I look down to the track Biggest Fan. Could you explain a bit about the track Biggest Fan and some of the lyrics that go with it? It's quite personal, isn't it? You learn quite a bit. There's quite a bit of info, isn't there? There's nothing on there that a lot of women don't already know. (laughs) What exactly did you talk about on Biggest Fan there, Tura? I talk about a lot of the ladies that I've known in my life that have basically treated me like royalty, if I can put it that way there. You know, a lot of very sexually explicit and highly charged emotional confrontations in there. You have the other track on there called Talking to the Dead, I think, where you're actually really singing. You're really singing there, Tura. Oh, yeah, I sing just as much as I rap, generally. 
Could you explain a bit about Talking to the Dead and some of the other tracks on your brand new CD here? Oh, absolutely. Talking to the Dead is kind of one of those meta... It's kind of a... I don't even know the word for it. It's kind of one of those metaphysical contemplative tracks where, you know, if you you got to ask yourself, what if you could talk to all the people who have died and all the things that they could tell you and teach you about life? Um, I don't know. I'm thinking that uh, I'm thinking that if you could talk to, say, JFK and he died, he'd probably tell you, you know, when you're driving down Dallas, put the top up on your car, you know, something like that. Just general advice and the wisdom that they could share you. You've been described as the Napoleon Dynamite of Vancouver rappers, Tura. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, somebody on Futility mentioned that. Uh, they said I'd also be perfect for opening up for Tom Green. Um, I don't know exactly how that description came about. I've never actually even seen the movie Napoleon Dynamite, so I don't know if that's a good or bad thing. Who have you opened up for? Did you open up for Tom Green? Who have you played with over the years there, too, Russ? Since 1990, that's a long time in the game. I've done a few things with a few people. I did a show with, well, The Sound Wars was with Swollen Members was on there, too. Um... I did the after party for Montel Jordan when he came to town a few years ago. Wait, Montel Jordan after party? That sounds pretty exciting. <laughs> Basically what happened was is that the DJ at that after party got so drunk and coked up he couldn't do his nothing, so I just said, Fuck. well, I won't use that word on the air. I just basically took over from that point on. You already said the word fuck, so what more words can you use on air? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, okay, I just... I keep thinking I'm on that other station where you're not allowed to swear. My bad. Well, you aren't allowed to swear necessarily on CITR FM 101.9 CCF, Jason, as long as it's in the proper context and you're justifying, you're explaining the proper reasoning behind the Montel Jordan after party. Can you tell more about that? Yeah, it was a pretty laid-back affair. The party was, uh, the show was at Club Elite way, way back when in Gastown. The after party was at Club Mora. Basically what happened was, so I just did this, spun some tracks, did some freestyles and what have you. A bunch of girls who were just uh, wildly drunk out of their minds started uh, started wildly applauding me. Montel was just talking to this ugly girl and drinking from this big bottle of Dom Perignon, so... Um, I never really got to speak much to him, unfortunately. You also have a track called Roll Your Spliffs, which we're going to play, where you give shouts out to Mark Emery. Oh, yeah, I got a lot of respect for Mark Emery, you know. As uh, some people know, I'm a big advocate for the legalization of marijuana. I've worked very closely with the uh, BC Marijuana Party. In fact, you can buy my CD at their headquarters on 307 West Hastings in Vancouver. Um, Mark Emery, you know, basically I just feel that it's wrong for somebody to get arrested and go to jail because they sold marijuana seeds to somebody in America. I mean, selling seeds is legal in Canada. And because this guy decided to take him across the border, he's going to, you know, they want to lock up Mark Emery. That's like me buying a gun up in Bellingham, a 9 millimeter handgun in Bellingham, and going across the border and have them arrest the guy who sold it to me. You know, it's ridiculous. And Tura, who else do you throw shout-outs to on that particular track? There's quite a few shout-outs on that track, isn't there, on Roll Your Spleefs? Oh, yes, absolutely. Uh, I mentioned Thomas Chong because I think the whole thing of him going to jail for selling a bong is just absolutely ridiculous. Um, I give a lot of shout-outs there to, uh, I'm just trying to think, yeah, my homie Slim, you know, like I said, he got busted for selling those dime bags and whatnot, which is also ridiculous. It's funny because a month after he did that, that his friend got shot and killed right across the street at the uh, Cent- Surrey Central Brewing, Central City Brewing, my bad. The song Sacred Dreams featuring Susan Kovacs. Who is Susan Kovacs? 
Susan Kovacs is a lovely young singer that I met over at Fiasco Brothers Studio when we recorded the album. Um, I was looking for a really great female singer on that album. There was one girl that I, that I had in mind um, whose name I won't mention because she completely flaked out. And so I said, uh, I said, Miss Kovacs, would you be interested? And she made the vocals ten times better than this other lady who will remain nameless. Tura, and again, we're speaking here to Tura, who's got a brand new CD out, Sacred Dreams, which he says is the greatest rap album in Vancouver history. I would like to ask you a bit about other people that you've played with. You mentioned the Montel After Party and the Swilla members. What other gigs have you played with? Namely, I'm going to be having an interview with Chingy coming up a bit later on an Ardwater Human Serviette radio show. An interview with Chingy. What can you say about Chingy? Shay and I battled once on the morning drive-by years and years ago. Um, she won that round, definitely. No, actually, I was saying the word chingy, not Shay. Who's Shay? Oh, MC Shay? Oh, she's another freestyler from Vancouver. She was uh, with Chatty O and his crew back when, uh, might even still be. I haven't seen her or hooked up with her or heard of what's happening with her in a long time, though. Oh, I thought you were saying you battled chingy. I have chingy, an interview with chingy. What do you think of chingy? I haven't heard him, actually. Chingy. You know, Chingy from St. Louis. The rapper Chingy from St. Louis. Oh, Chingy. Chingy. Yes. Uh, I thought you said Che. No, Chingy. <laughs> like Che Guevara or something. It's Tura and Chingy and Peaches all on an Ardwarty Human Serviette radio show here today. Tura, Chingy, and Peaches. Oh, okay. I got you now. I got you now. This phone isn't working so well. Chingy, I got, a, I got a lot of respect for Chingy. You know what I'm saying? He came out from a town that's very difficult to get notice in, that being uh, St. Louis and all the rest. And it gives a lot of hope for people in Vancouver because, you know, you have a lot of great, talented artists in this city that are just not getting outside of the city. Now, if somebody can come from a backwards place like St. Louis and start to sell platinum records, it just gives a lot more hope for the rest of us. Tura, do you have any shows coming on? Right now, I don't have any shows. I will be at uh, Dumb Saturdays at the Columbia, mainly just getting drunk, though. But uh, absolutely, I'm looking to do the shows right now. I'm getting ready to do the promotion of this album properly. And as soon as I have one there, I will let you and the rest of Vancouver know about it. In fact, it'll be impossible to miss. In fact, you have a song called Must Have Been Drunk. We might play that as well, too. Roll your spliffs and Must Have Been Drunk by Two... Raw. Two Raw, who is... A rapper from Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Who has just released... Sacred Dreams. Which is the... Greatest rap album in Vancouver history. Well, thanks so much for phoning in to the Nardwart a Human Serviette radio show here today, Tura. Coming up, as I said, Chingy and then Peaches on the Nardwart a Human Serviette radio show. But anything else you want to add to the people out there? Why should people care about Tura, Tura? Well, like I said, it's the greatest rap album in Vancouver history, and that's definitely something worth caring about. And, you know, like I said, you know, when you make an album this great, you want to make a lot of money off of it. And if they buy my CDs and attend my show, I make a lot of money, and therefore the ends justifies the means. Well, thanks so much, Tura. Keep on rocking in the free world, and do-do-do-do-do. Do-do. Yeah. Come on. 
I've seen cops kick open doors on my boys to the floor. All because growing a plant is against the law. They can take away your home, even shoot at your dog. And now the random piss test got you losing your job. All for getting involved in a herb that was given by God. But still the church is suppressed it. I guess it was a threat to the old belief system. The fruit given by the serpent cultivating wisdom. Next the politicians got them moaning and bitching. Trying to take a position upon the punishment given. Cause you grew your friends, glaucoma prescription. Now they want to kick you out of the country you live in. Take that woman from her children. She might be a danger. Put them in the care of an alcoholic stranger that smokes three packs and pops Xanax. Is we that bad man? I just don't understand that. So Vancouver, roll your splits. And all my homies in Seatown, roll your splits. And all my people in Portland, roll your splits. And everybody in LA, roll your splits. All my people in Oaktown, roll your splits. You see Berkeley, roll your splits. Come on and let the government know that they're losing control. No one can stop us when we roll like this. They're like a Tommy Chong just for selling a bong. 38 just threw the guns at his crib. That shit is wrong. See, it doesn't even have to be weed. Cause Mark Emery got arrested just for selling a seat. My homie Slim got a trafficking beat for five dimes. And had to go back to court four or five times. And ran across the road. They sold cold beer and wine. Had shootouts in the parking lot with everybody dying. See, the way that they got it, if you kill when you're drunk, you can go to rehab and get let out in a month. And the alley is a gallery for shooting your junk. So why they throw you in the car just for smoking a blunt so man put down the pipe for a sec drop the remote and think about your right to get high when you vote better yet call up your boys and start a rally march down the streets blowing herb clouds proudly iraq roll your splits everybody in haiti roll your splits afghanistan come on roll your splits guantanamo bay roll your splits sacramento roll your splits come on vallejo Come on and let the government know that they losing control. No one can stop us when we roll like this. The laws against marijuana are bullshit. Having a cop say what you can and can't do to your mind and body is bullshit. Just because it's illegal don't make it a crime. But hey, if you're gonna call me and all the other pot smoking motherfuckers out there criminals, I think there's a few other names you gotta add to your list. People like Clinton, Schwarzenegger, and Bruce Lee. Shakespeare, Brad Pitt, Bob Marley. Al Sharpton and Al Jarreau. These are the potheads that I know. Louis Armstrong, Jennifer Love Hewitt. Gilligan, Harlson, yeah, they all do it. Even Dave Chappelle knows the shit's no joke. So you can tell George Bush he can keep his coat. I'd rather get high with some decent folk. And hot box of White House with reaper smoke. To let the people know what they fighting against. War on drugs, here's where the billions went. On the police court, jail, prison, choppers with the night vision. CIA, DEA, FBI, drug division. Undercover paid informants, canine cops. And I can still buy a quarter at the end of my block. So Joliet, roll your splits. And all my people in Rikers, roll your splits. Everyone in Solidan, roll your splits. In San Quentin, roll your splits. San Francisco, roll your splits. Come on, San Jose. And now my people in Richmond, the whole goddamn bay, come on and let the government know that they losing control, no one can stop us when we roll like this, you let the government know that they losing control, no one can stop us when we roll like this, ha <laughs> yeah, burn one for freedom baby.
and you're still listening to CITR Radio, FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, and the Nardwater Human Serviette Radio Show. And that was Tura from Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada with Roll Your Spliffs. And before that, an interview with Tura. Coming up, an interview with Chingy from St. Louis. But before we get to Chingy from St. Louis, here's another track by Tura from Tura's album's Sacred Dreams, which is possibly, as he said in his note to me, the greatest rap album to ever come out of Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. This is Tura right now with Must Have Been Drunk. The VIP drinks around the house. I'm a musician, you see. So of course I had a beer, then another, then another, then another, till I stagger, till I stumble, till I stutter, till I'm crawling to the bar, coughing lung butter, saying I don't want no trouble, Jack. Just pour me a double, reaching for my change to leave a tip. Oh shit! I dropped my last butter grumble when I stepped on it, feeling greasy, about to fill the room with red vomit. Here the girls expect a garment, a Coco Chanel. She screamed and she yelled for her man, but oh well, I guess I had to start that fight. Get thrown out the hotel. I'm an ignorant bastard when I'm blasted. Knuckle dragon ass grabber. Throwing coins to strip a snapper. All my clothes are blood splattered, but it really don't matter. Cause when the alcohol's gone, I drink the wood lacquer. You danced on the bar. I must have been drunk. And then you crashed up my car. I must have been drunk. And then you left with that fat check. I must have been drunk. And you fucked you up my mattress. I must have been drunk. You went balls deep. I must have been drunk. You filled her full of semen. I must have been drunk. You told her you were me, man. I must have been drunk. I must have been drunk. Boy, you better have been drunk. I moved into the bar with the old saggy hefty. Cowboy had to vest me up. Ponchos and lefties. A woman a savage. A feeling ratty like Travis. Trying to find a young bronco to buck in the cabbage. Suddenly this cougar approached fat and show. Her jeans so tight that I could see her varicose. And holy smokes, did she just steal a full ashtray? Do I ask you for my body? When she looks my way My homie told me Don't be choosy If the hair looks great Cause the over 40 fatties Walk you night and day So we staggered to each other And embraced in a hug She was holding out her hand So I placed in a mug Of a half empty beer I found at the next table She said thank you sonny boy But I'm a widow plus disabled Got a daughter older than you And I'm into Paul Simon I said I had some beer on my crib She said well I'm in We're drinking, kissing, groping Stripping, bumping, moaning, grinding Coming, sleeping, waking Drinking, kiss all over again Knowing for well that we Regret it when we're sober again. So she hurried out and lied that she'd come over again. She never told me a name or even left a number. But then I seen her two weeks later drinking forties by my dumpster. I must have been drunk. <laughs> yeah. You danced on the bar. I must have been drunk. And then you crashed up my car. I must have been drunk. And then you left with that fat chick. I must have been drunk. And you fucked her God with my damn, I must have been drunk. You went balls deep. I must have been drunk. You filled her full of semen. I must have been drunk. You told her you were me, man. I must have been drunk. I must have been drunk. Boy, you better have been drunk. Yeah. So if you don't drink, now you know. If you don't drink, now you know. So where's my 40 and my fat bitch? I need to get twisted. Yeah. Who are you? I'm Chingy, the number one getter boy. Represent Slot a lot records. Chingy, we met before. Yeah, we did. You told me how to dress? No, I don't think I told you how to dress. Because yes, you gave me some pointers on how to dress. 
Well, why then why you got this on? Well, last time you gave me some great pointers, and you also wrapped some puppets. I don't know if you remember that. You wrapped with some puppets. Chingy can do anything. I guess I can if I wrap with some puppets. I, don't, I did. You wrapped with some puppets, which was amazing. Now, Chingy, a friend of mine said, oh, you're going to be speaking to Chingy. What is Chingy? And I thought to myself, well, what is Chingy? You should have said money. That's what Chingy is. And a friend of mine also said to me, does Chingy do crunk? And I said, hell yeah, Chingy does crunk. Ain't no no wrong with crunk, man. You got to get a little crunk in your system sometime and jump around and have some fun. And a friend of mine said, does Chingy have bling? And I said, of course Chingy has bling. Does Chingy have bling? Oh, yeah, as you can see, I got bling, man. I got, I got, you know, I got little accessories that I like to wear, you dig? So, yeah, I got bling. Chingy, welcome to Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, again. Again, yeah, Vancouver is pretty cool, man. I've been here about three, four times, and it's pretty cool. As you can see, we at the store. I'm doing my shopping thing, so it's, it's hot. Chingy, what I think is great about you is you rep your hometown, St. Louis. I love that. Oh, yeah, I love it too, man. You gotta, you gotta, um, you can't forget where you come from, you know what I'm saying? So I rep St. Louis to the fullest. Them the, them the folks back there that's gonna hold your boy down, and that's where my family and my friends is at, so I gotta hold St. Louis down. And Chingy, I would like to give you a gift in appreciation for you repping St. Louis. It is, oh, sorry, didn't mean to throw it at you. I have a gift for you, Chingy. It is a Red Fox wall hanging. Right, there you go, because Red Fox was from the loop, so this is a beautiful situation, man. Now, what's the connection between Red Fox and Chingy? That he's from the loop, that he's from St. Louis, man, and he's like a pioneer at home, so that's what's up, Red Fox, rest in peace. Chingy, is it true you met Jermaine Dupree at a crisscross gig? You, you heard that? No. I'll- you met Jermaine Dupree for the very first time at a crisscross gig. I, um, man, that was a long time ago. I probably did meet Jermaine. I know I met Eddie Weathers at a crisscross gig, and he works with So So Death. I probably did meet Jermaine at a crisscross gig, though. I don't remember right now. That's when you were a very young rapper, like eight years old. You were checking out the competition, eh? I was like, I believe I was like probably 12, 12 years old, somewhere around there. Jane, what was it like performing at the Lingerie Bowl? The Lingerie Bowl. You tell me. You just said it, the lingerie bowl. So you can imagine what it was like performing. And plus, the women were playing football and lingerie. So it was very exciting. I want to do that again. Chingy, we mentioned Red Fox as a St. Louis pioneer. But what's the history of St. Louis rap? Wasn't there a guy called Smilk Smooth? <laughs> Silk Smooth. Do you know Silk Smooth? Yeah, I know Silk Smooth. He was... um. He was like one of the first rappers like that really got his uh music played on the radio. He did a video and everything that everybody, you know, that knew back home, you know what I'm saying? I don't know if it went to that other level with him, but everybody knew him back home, man. And he was on the scene and he had one of them popular songs back in the loose. So shout out to Silk Smooth. He was doing his thing. Another rapper I want to ask you about was Domino. What can you tell me about Domino and Ghetto Jam? <laughs> um, Domino was doing his thing when he was out, you know what I'm saying? But He's originally from St. Louis. Right, right, right. And he moved to California, but he's originally from St. Louis. And um, Domino was doing his thing, man. I liked his music when, when, when he was out, but... He wasn't repping St. Louis too much. He's talking about Long Beach. Like, that's the great thing about Chingy. There's always St. Louis in there. Because that's where I'm from, and that's where I still reside. He probably stayed in, he probably stayed in St. Louis, moved out of St. Louis, and moved to Long Beach, like, when he was little. So, you know what I'm saying? He might have grew, grew to know that town and rep that town like that. 
But still, Domino from St. Louis. You can't deny where you're from. No. Domino and Red Fox and... Chingy. Chingy, lately there have been a few headlines concerning Chingy. Like what? Let me read this one to you. Chingy felt up by transvestite at AVN Awards? <laughs> oh, that's, that's false. That's a false uh, rumor or whatever that is. <laughs> I wouldn't felt up by no transvestite. Another quote. I'm Howard, says American rapper Chingy. You're I not Howard. That's, that's, that's my name. No, you're not Howard. You're Chingy. Oh, well, I'm Chingy. <laughs> Please be Chingy. Don't ever stop being Chingy. I won't. I won't stop being Chingy. Who is H. Thugsy? That was a, a rap name I used in my teen days, man. Back in my thugging days, you dig? So that's who H. Thugsy was. Chingy, on your brand new CD called... Hoodstar. Hoodstar. You mentioned a jacuzzi quite a bit. It pops up on quite a few tunes. The jacuzzi. Yeah, I like, I like chilling in the jacuzzi with a lot of pretty women. I also notice you're saying chutch quite a bit. Chutch. It's, just, um, it's one of the things, uh, you know, it's a lot of, a lot of pimps back home and, and in the United States. That, and when I say chutch, it just represents the whole player pimp game, you dig? It's like pretty much on every track. Is that a Snoop Dogg influence? No, no, it's or an Archbishop Don Magic Juan influence. That's, that, it's an Archbishop Don Magic Juan influence. <laughs> In the rap game, Chingy, some people think about the brass monkey, but you've got the pink monkey. <laughs> yeah, that's a um, that's a um, clothing line I'm doing with my little sister Ziggy, and it's a women's clothing line. So you'll be seeing more of that in a minute, like next year. What you're wearing now, Chingy, is this what Tupac wore? Did you once wear Tupac's clothing? What's the connection between you and Tupac's clothing? No, this ain't um, Tupac's clothing. <laughs> this ain't Tupac's clothing, but um, I have wore some of Machiavelli before, some of Tupac's clothing before. I actually got some at home in my closet. Rest in peace to Tupac, too. Chingy, I love that your record label is called Slot a Lot. Why you love that? Like, Be why you love it? Because it's called Slot a Lot. I love because it's called Slot a Lot because in the Northwest there was a rapper called Sir Mix a Lot. Mix a Lot. You're representing the Northwest, kinda. No, actually, I'm representing slot machines and getting money. That's why I called it Slot a Lot. <laughs> Chingy, you're back in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Did you shoot Scary Movie Three here or Four? Yeah, we actually did shoot that here. I had flew here for like three days and did my part, and we shot it in Vancouver. It was real interesting. You have a producer called Voodoo. There's a producer in Vancouver called Voodoo. And Ludacris has a producer called Voodoo. What's it like sharing a producer with a guy you once had a beef with? I mean, we all, we all got to make music. So you know what I'm saying? A producer got to get his money. And wherever he can sell his beats, he sells his beats. So it's just, I've been working. The producer I know named Voodoo, I've been working with for a long time. So... You weren't afraid of sabotage at all? Because there's a voodoo producer working with Ludacris. No, 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 no. I ain't got nothing to do with that. Um, he's actually the same producer that, that works with me, and he works with Ludacris. But he's a producer, man. He makes tracks. He got to get his tracks around. Got to make the money. Got to make the money. What is Chingy? Money. Chingy, who else have you auditioned for? What movies have you auditioned for? You've done Scary Movie 4. Any other ones? I um, auditioned for Coach Carter. Before I didn't get the role, though. Do you know why you didn't get the role? And who did get the role? Some Latino dude got the role, I think. But why I didn't get the role, I, I'm not sure. They never really told me. 
Chingy, I was watching an HBO special on maximum security prisons, and they showed this guy in his cell, and guess what poster he had on his wall? Um, I don't know. Arikius Iglesias? No, a Ching. A, a Ching what? He had a Chingy poster on his wall in a maximum security prison. That's amazing. You've infiltrated the prisons, Chingy. <laughs> Really? Uh, hey, he might like my music. Chingy, what's the importance of registering with ASCAP or SOCAN in Canada? If you don't, you'll get jacked, right? you got to understand how that works, right? Yeah, well, if you want credibility for your writing your lyrics and stuff, you better re- register with ASCAP and things like that. Chingy, have you ever heard of Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, the car? The car? It's a movie. The little toy car? It's like a magical car, a Dick Van Dyke movie. I was just thinking it would be pretty cool because you're chingy and you could be riding Chitty Chitty Bang Bang with Fitty Scent. <laughs> That's a little rhyme there for you, chingy. Okay. I guess so. I guess that'd be cool. They keep me in the next movie with the car in it. Chingy, winding up here, your new album is called Hood Star. Your Hood Star, yeah. What's the difference between Hood Star and Hood Rich? The difference between hood star and hood rich, well, hood star is just a person that comes from the hood that has success with whatever he's doing. And hood rich really means, like, you you hood rich. You're not all the way just super wealthy. You're hood rich. You come from the hood and you got a certain amount of money. Hood rich may be having $200,000 or $500,000 versus having $5 million and $10 million is really rich. <laughs> Chingy, does it bother you to be described as, quote, St. Louis's second son? No, I'm not St. Louis's second son. I don't, I'm second to none, son. So, yeah, I, I, I would say that. But I'm not St. Louis's second son. I'm, 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 um, I just rep St. Louis, man. I come from St. Louis, and I'm just another artist coming from St. Louis. Who's the number one son? Is that Chuck Berry? Have you met Chuck Berry at all? Got any good Chuck Berry stories? No, I haven't met Chuck Berry. I haven't met him. And, um... The number one son in St. Louis is my son. My two kids are number one. Chingy, how hard is it to duplicate the atmosphere of St. Louis? You can't do it. There's only St. Louis. How hard is that to duplicate? What makes the St. Louis atmosphere unique? Um, what makes the St. Louis atmosphere unique, I believe, is probably the way that we talk there. You know what I'm saying? That's what, that's what most people trip off of is how we talk. So that probably is the unique thing about it. What is the most fun thing you're able to do at the Arch? What do you do at the Arch, the giant St. Louis Arch? What are some of the things you can do at the Arch? You can go inside the Arch on the elevator and go up it and look and look out of it from the top. So that's a real interesting thing to do. How about for soul food, Chingy? Have you ever been to Terry's Southern Cafe in St. Louis? Terry's Southern Cafe? No, I haven't been there yet. I'm going to have to go check it out, though, when I get back because I actually ain't been there. Have you been to any open rap nights, open mic nights at the High Point Cafe? I've been to the High Point Cafe a time or two on open mic nights, and it's pretty cool. Just gives the rappers a chance to get up there and express themselves. You ever seen Nelly there? No, I haven't. Chingy, do you like strip clubs? Yes, I do. Is it hard to go to a strip club in St. Louis? What's the deal between St. Louis and strip clubs? Um, I you have to go across the river. Yeah, you got to go on the east side to go to the strip clubs. That's where all the strip clubs are on the east side, and they're pretty cool strip clubs. Did the outcasts go to those strip clubs? Probably have so. Have you seen them there? No, I haven't seen them there. 
Chingy, lastly here, what do you think about the new Bush Stadium? What do you think about the new Bush Stadium? It's cool because I was actually um, at the new Bush Stadium. I went to one of the um, Cardinals games, and it's a cool stadium. I like it. Do you have any memories of the old Bush Stadium? No, I really don't because the old Bush Stadium, I, I, I really never really been in. I ain't went to no Cardinals games like that back in the day. Well, thanks so much, Chingy. Really appreciate your time. Anything else you want to add to the people out there at all? Let everybody know to get the Hood Store album that's in stores right now. Chingy, well, thanks for speaking to me, Nardwar, the human serviette. I have one last question for you. Chingy, what is the Big Dipper? What's in my pants below? All right. Well, thanks so much, Chingy. Keep on rocking in the free world and do-do-do-do-do-do. Do-do. <laughs>
Usher in the beaver with the cleaver. He don't like mixing. But I gotta disagree. In the 90s, all we want is unity. The next generation tossing out disrespect colors. Now let's all hold hands, cause we are sisters and brothers and lovers too. As a matter of fact, I think it's real cool. I gotta say, I support integration in school. Cause if we separate each other starting at kindergarten, what do you expect to happen in 12 years? I beg your pardon. Chilling out, sparking a split with the next man. Try to fit that in your master plan. With every introduction, they gotta be a closer when the summer's at its end. I guess I'm supposed to put on my Timberlands. Get a fresh parker too. But for now, I'll hop in my homeboy's ride. Cool. Slip into a shorts and enter the scene with style. Act wild. It's Terry T. I make it work. The wild last verse. Check it. Wreck it. Finish. Busting my last rhyme. And I'ma make my exit. Can't get a fresh summertime. Gee, summer summertime. You're still listening to CITR Radio, FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, and the Nardwarta Human Serviette Radio Show. You just heard from 1995, Terror T and the Beat Assassinator from Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, Richmond, British Columbia, Canada, and True to the Game. And before that, an interview with Chingy from St. Louis. Coming up, an interview with Peaches from Toronto slash Berlin. But before we get to Peaches, here's a group of 12-year-olds from 1992. This is Old Skull with Mary Had a Little Lamb. Who are you? No, that is not Old Skull. That actually is the interview. But right here we have Right over here, we have the good old Old Skull, if I can just find it. Oh, yes, there it is, right down there. This is Old Skull. Maybe it's a, an opportunity here to give a bit more information to you. This is Old Skull from 1992 on Homestead Recordings with their record, CIA Drug Fest. This is Old Skull from 1992 on Homestead Recordings with their song, Myriad, A Little Lamb. And then, Peaches!
Who are you? I am Peaches. Peaches, welcome to Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Yes, I'm here again. Peaches, I have a gift for you. I don't know if you want to wear this during the interview, but check out this T-shirt and how it relates to you, Peaches. Oh. And it says... Oh. I got busted at Peach Fest. What is that? What is Peach Fest? I guess it's like Beer Fest, but for peaches? No. Read the full thing. I got busted at Peach Fest 1990. Oh, 1990. I thought this was very Peaches-like. Is you that know, kind of the symbol of the Peaches tour? You know, it's funny, too. There's, not, there's like, a lot of beer and drinking. There's only, like, one peach. What were they doing? It's from Penticton, British Columbia, Canada, and a guy from a local band, Mike, he plays in the band The Split Singles, he gave me that T-shirt, and I thought, I'm going to have to give that to Peaches because it just fits, and maybe it'll need some modification. I don't think it needs any modification. No, the, the fact that the man is happy being busted... I'm happy about that. So are you ready to put it on, Peaches? It's sleeveless. <laughs> How far will Peaches go? Hey, will she I wear the Peach Fest t-shirt? Only for a minute because I don't think you should wear white on camera. That is very good. You've been around quite a bit. Would that work well? Only if you do the shocker the whole time. If you do the shocker and wear this and you're drunk, then it's fine. There. Is that good? Was your dad a baseball pitcher? Yes, he was. He was discovered in uh, Christie Pitts in um, Toronto. Yeah. So did he hit the major leagues? Was he AAA? What was the association was, with yeah, baseball? He was just under the major league. He was played for the Cleveland Indian farm team. Did he associate with any of the other baseball players after he left the farm team? Like, did he keep up with any major league baseball players? No, he became an accountant. So he didn't want to get involved with the Blue Jays or anything? He loves the Blue Jays. I mean, we always had really good, you know, baseball tickets because he was so into it. But that's about it. Did he teach you how to throw? And has oh, that come yeah. in handy at all? Totally, totally. Um, especially when I was on the Marilyn Manson tour, the um, people would throw a lot of bottles at me. And I wasn't scared because I would tell them they threw like girls and then I would like peg them off. I love the way you can analyze the way people throw stuff, peaches. Like girls. You throw like girls. And then I, you know. Isn't that what you say? Isn't that the big insult? Could be. I don't know. <laughs> you tell me. You are P. Peaches, is it true you introduced Chuck D? You introduced Chuck D to a giant crowd? Yes, I did. Um, for uh, Bring Him Home, the veterans against the Iraqi war. I, 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 want, I said, I, you know, there was a lot of people involved, you know, and I said, can I, can I go before or after Chuck D? Because I love him. He looks good in yellow. So you introduced Chuck D yeah. of Public Enemy, yeah. and then you're partying with Cindy Sheehan. You're hosting an after party with Cindy Sheehan. That's pretty heavy stuff, Peaches. She wasn't there. Oh, I thought it was something to do with her. No, it, it was. It was. I mean, the whole thing was based around her, but um, it was more like Michael Stipe was, was hanging around. But I, she wasn't there. I didn't get to meet her, but I got to meet Susan Sarandon. That was cool. That is quite an event. Yeah, yeah. What was the reaction when you introed Chuck D? Because I know in past, I've talked to you before, and I was talking to you about kind of a rap connection. So here yeah. you are with like an actual rap yeah, yeah. star, and maybe some rap audience is yeah. watching. Were you critiqued at all? How did you intro Chuck D? Did you think about it? Um, I just wanted to say how, how um, you know, he always expressed what he felt was really important, and um, it was inspirational. So I kind of went that route. Peaches, what are the similarities between you and Tom Petty? Well, um, I would say stop dragging my heart around, you know. You also share the same guitar. 
Oh, yeah, I've got the half-body version of his guitar. That's right. But I haven't been using it. On, Little Red hasn't come out in this tour. You have been pulling out the keytar. Your band, JD, plays the keytar. Well, when, you know, when I said, JD, join the band, but I don't see you playing bass or guitar. You, you're a keytar. You're a keytar player. Some bands are embarrassed by the keytar, like Block Party. They're embarrassed by the keytar. They should, if anybody should embrace the keytar, Block Party should. How would you describe the keytar to novice keytar fans? Um, it's a, uh, well, it's a guitar, but you play, it, it's a keyboard, but you play it like a guitar. So then you don't have to be that keyboard player that's like, you know, just standing there. You can jump and move. You should see JD goes crazy. So JD's in the band, and JD's from Le... T. G. R. A. A. Now, you also have Samantha you know, Malonely. You, you, Samantha Malonely. She showed when we... No, but you know how they say La Tigre in, um, in uh, the States? La Tigre. Do that doesn't seem right. Doesn't seem right. You're in that band La Tigre. Yeah, it doesn't seem right to me. So you have members of La Tigre and members of Hole, because Samantha played with Hole. Yeah, and and uh, Radio Sloan played with Courtney Love Band. So are you going to be the one, Peaches, that's going to bring Kathleen Hanna of La Tigre Bikini Kill, <laughs> who's feuded with Courtney Love for years, together with Courtney Love? Is it going to be you, Peaches? No, it's not. Because it is interesting you have those members all assembled together because you are a great introducer of people, aren't you? Yes, but I will not be introduced to Courtney, so... We never the two shall meet, so... But, I mean, you might introduce everybody else. Like, you might bring Kathleen Hanna to Courtney Love. That's I, what I mean. I don't, I don't think so. No, I don't think so. Peaches, watermelon. Was there ever a show involving a watermelon in Toronto and two boys? I wish I had my camera here right now because I have watermelon socks and a little change purse that's made out of a watermelon um, baby sock. I'd like to show you that. But, yeah, you know about that watermelon incident where, the, where two guys drilled holes and shared the watermelon on stage. No, did you bring the watermelon? No, I had nothing to do with it. It was shame. It was like a pride party for um, gay artsies, and um, instead of being full of pride, we decided to be full of shame. So I emceed the night. I had my MC 505, and people just came up and did whatever shameful things they wanted. Are you bringing any props on this particular tour? Are you bringing any watermelons? Are there any costume changes? Yes, lots. Can you reveal any of the props? Stretcher, six-foot penis, uh, blowfly kind of costumes. Do you know blowfly? The original rapper. Yeah, so kind of look like him for part of the show. It's kind of fun. Do you find that fans are bringing props? Like there was a watermelon at that gig. Are fans bringing props to the gigs? Do you ever rely too much on the fans, Peaches? They're, they're giving me props. <laughs> and you use them. Because when you no, play no, with Peaches, when you go to a Peaches gig, <laughs> baboom, when you go to a Peaches gig, you have to share, don't you? Yeah. Well, you know what? I do throw a lot of underwear and bras. It's mostly bras and underwear. It's a couple of toys, you know. Peaches, does the crowd still like to sniff you? They like to sniff me. They like to lick me. They like to touch me. Sometimes they touch me a little too much. Peaches, I was really excited. You remixed Roxy music? Oh, did you hear it? 
No, I didn't, but I just heard you remixed Roxy Music. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. incredible. Yeah, yeah, it was great. I um, like to just like solo Brian Eno's, you know, synthesized uh, crazy sounds. And uh, yeah, it was, it was amazing. And I had such a great appreciation more than ever of Brian Ferry's vocal styles. He has like four vocals all together, and they're just all a little off, and they sound so great together. You got to hear the raw tape. Yeah, and he has the best line in the world in his song. Too much cheesecake too soon. Thank you very much, P. Cheesecake. Peaches, you also remix. Let's not forget Pink Grease, the band Pink Grease. I love the band Pink Grease. Yeah, well, they had a song Peaches, but you don't know that I um, remixed uh, the new Yeah, Yeah, Yeah single, too. Was that the equation that goes Karen O plus Johnny Knoxville plus Peaches equals... The new Jackass movie? Backass. <laughs> no, 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 that's something else. I remixed the uh, Cheated Heart, and then um, I also helped with that song. Peaches, Toto, you recorded in Toto's studio? Yes, I did, in, um, in uh, Jeff Beccaro's old studio. He tragically died gardening. In a bizarre gardening accident. Did you actually visit the garden he actually died in? Well, um, I tell people I did. Did you visit Nico's grave in Berlin? Uh, no. From the Velvet Underground? No, oh yeah, I know who she is, but I, I visited Bertel Brecht's grave. Did Iggy ever visit you in Berlin? Because you're asking him to visit you in one of your duets with him. Did he ever visit you in Berlin? Did no. Iggy ever follow up? No, I had to go to Miami. But you asked him to visit you. I did. I even went like this. And he did too. I thought he'd show up. But Peaches, you have Ike Turner and Tina Turner on your new LP. I do. Josh Hallman. <laughs> and Beth Ditto. Yes. yes. That's true. Wow, yeah, I always call Beth Ditto the new Tina Turner. She's amazing to have her bellowing. She, I just played at the um, rock camp for girls in Portland where she teaches vocals, and I wanted to stay and get lessons. Did you get a chance to meet her drag king girlfriend? Yes, I did. She referred to her him as Fred. Freddie Fagula. Yeah, I did. Yeah. What do you think of drag kings? Yeah, there's good drag queens. Good drag kings, and there's all kinds of kings and queens. Peaches, <laughs> what do these names mean to you? Michael Bolton. Uh, well, I'm trying to get his hairdo, but I gotta work on my hairline. Peaches. Um, what does that mean to me? So much. That's a loaded question. Billy Joel. Oh, oh amazing, amazing. Also, very similar hair. But uh, I, I won't go changing to try and please you. Those three names are made up of the Billboard charts. Wow. 1968. Well, 168. You entered in the Billboard charts. I did. And on the Billboard charts, it was Michael Bolton, Peaches, and Billy Joel. Wow, we listened to a lot of Billy Joel. I just think that's great. You can that's enter so at 160. It's not at the top, but still. Can you get better than like Bolton, Peaches, and Billy Joel? That was the listing. That's great. It's, it's curly hair's back. Peaches, you're a great introducer, as I kind of alluded to. Did you introduce Bjork to Khalees? Yes, I did. You're a great researcher. Um, yeah, I did. Well, in, inadvertently through my music. Because uh, Bjork was playing my CD, Father Effer. And um, it started skipping, and Khalees was uh, at a festival with her in the room next door and said, Hey, Bjork, use mine, and threw it over the wall. 
How about Scarlett Johansson? Did you do something with Scarlett Johansson? Did somebody ask you to hook somebody up with Scarlett? Like, have you been approached to hook up somebody with Scarlett Johansson? Yeah, this guy wanted to marry her and he saw me on a plane and he just saw Lost in Translation and heard my song in it and thought, she must know Scarlett Johansson and left me a note while I was sleeping and thought it was going to be a nice romantic love letter and it was like, can you introduce me to Scarlett Johansson? Because I want to marry her and uh, I need her email address. I didn't, I didn't do anything. I love that people are coming to you, P. Shiz. Peaches, who did you inspire to wear a beard? Did you inspire Kate Moss to wear a beard? Yes, I did. In what way? Well, she wore it on the cover of uh, V Magazine, a high fashion large magazine. But she put a mustache there, too. I think she went a little overboard. She wore the beard and she put a mustache. What do you need the mustache for? And any other people been inspired to wear beards? Um, I don't know. I don't, I, uh, do you, you know? No, I just, if you inspired anybody else, you know. Just some fans show up wearing beards sometimes. What about Peaches Geldof and Peaches Christ? More Peaches names. Oh, oh, Peaches Geldof. I get invitations to, like, openings of movies and stuff like that. But it's for Peaches Geldof. She lives in London. I get them in Berlin. I don't understand. They think she Do you use them? Well, I got to fly all the way to London to use them. But no, I just think it's funny. And there's also Peaches Christ. Peaches Christ, I have a t-shirt. It's a drag queen, right? Did Trent Reznor really slam dance to you? Yes, he did. What was it like watching Trent Reznor slam dance? I, I didn't know who he was. I didn't know. what, Like, because you just saw a bunch of hair and he was like this. And I was like, who's that guy? Everyone else is staring at me like... I think yeah. it's great that he went in the pit all these years. Yeah, he did. Here's a quote. I'm one of the few Manson fans who liked what Peaches did on the European tour. I was at the concert in Munich. What Peaches did, Manson fans, one of the few, they didn't like you? Why didn't the Manson fans like you? Because they're sheep in black, not black sheep. So you had some trouble? Yeah, they spit on me. Stinky, stinky loogies on my body. Winding up here, Peaches, the gap. Screw the fans for not liking you. You got money from the Gap. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, you know, I never see myself as underground. Why? I want people to hear what I have to say. So why not? Have you ever seen Margaret Cho belly dance? N- I haven't seen her belly dance. No. And now you're doing something for Peta. Here and uh, belly dance. She's just really into the belly dancing. I just thought uh, maybe you might have seen her belly dance. No, no, no. I just thought she was at that Bring 'Em Home uh, concert too, but she didn't belly dance. You're doing something now for Peta against yeah. the seals, right? Yeah. Against the seal hunt. Uh huh. Uh huh. Now, what I find is interesting is Morrissey's against the seal hunt too. Uh huh. But I'm asking you if you can do a favor. Morrissey has said, don't buy any Canadian products because we support the seal hunt. So that means don't buy peaches. But you're against the seal hunt. So that's kind of mean of Morrissey to say that, isn't it? Well, yeah, I think it's kind of, you know, like, let's, let's go to the specific point and get rid of it. I just think it's weird. You should go up to him and say, hey, listen, I totally am behind it. I'm with PETA and everything like this. Yeah. But come on, don't say don't buy Canadian bands that are against the actual sea hunt. I think that's kind of weird how he says that. What do you think of Morrissey? I've been championing him for years, but that kind of made me kind of confused. That makes me sad. I mean, we're struggling here in Canada, and of course it's horrible what's going on, but let's, like, get specific about the situation. Don't buy Morrissey. Don't buy any Morrissey. <laughs> just support PETA. Yeah. Well, lastly here, I was wondering, Peaches, tell me about Stinkmint. You've taken them on tour around the world, Canadian, local products. You've also taken the world provider. You keep your Canadian roots there. You're giving her. Yeah, I give her. I even wrote a song, Give Her, for this, this new album. Although I'm a bit pissed off because you mentioned Atlantic fish and no Pacific fish on your new album. Hey. Well, well, the slippery dick, it lives in the Atlantic. Yeah, but come on, what about the Pacific? Give the Pacific some dicks. 
Okay. Do you know any dicks that live in the uh, Atlantic? I don't know too many Atlantic dicks, but I know quite a few Pacific dicks. Oh, you do? Yeah. Okay, what? Who? Oh, me. <laughs> ah, boom. But Stinkman, just quickly, Stinkman, yeah, yeah, yeah. local Vancouver band. Yes, local Vancouver band, amazing, love them. We do, we'll do a track together tonight, too, called Fan Etiquette, which tells fans, you know, we're very, you know, upfront with what we do, but, like, you still need to respect us. Yeah, and share, right? Share. If something goes on the yeah. stage, share. Share, that's right. Because you get mad when people don't share, right? Well, I get mad when they try and steal my stuff or, you know, they want to take over. We're, we're the stars, okay? <laughs> Anything else you want to add to the people out there at All Peaches? Uh, no. Why should people care about peaches? Why should people care? Um, because I'm saying, I'm saying things that people should sing along with. Have a good time. Well, thanks so much, peaches. Keep on rocking in the free world and do 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 Fingers out, pull back, pull back, thumbs up, fingers out. Gotta rock. 
and you're still listening to CITR Radio, FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, and the Nardwarty Human Serviette Radio Show. And that was Peaches with Rock the Shocker. And before that, an interview with Peaches. And before that, 12-year-olds in 1992, Old Skull. Right now, to end an Ardwarty Human Serviette radio show, I have some recordings to play you from an LP called E.T. I Love You. You are going to hear E.T. I Love You and So Near and Yet So Far. This is from E.T. I Love You and other extraterrestrial songs. You came to me on a summer night a stranger with nowhere to go Miles from home All alone Left behind a world you didn't
What were you? 